Welcome to Pick'em with the Boys. My name is JJ. We are here. This is week one. We don't have any of that bullshit week zero to have to sift through. We are here. We finally did it. Um, John Gancy, who joined me last week and will probably be joining me throughout, uh, he is moving from Chicago to Michigan this week. So I have uh, I've called in a favor to a family member, and mm-hmm. my brother is going to be joining me. Dylan, how are you today, man? I'm uh, not too bad. You know, uh, I think it's probably... A lot of listeners out here thinking that I'm the same person and you're just using... No, we uh, don't sound the same at all. ...an extra an extra microphone or something. Really, really good at ventriloquism. I'm another human altogether. Uh, it's nice to be here. Good, good. Because I, um, as much as I want to talk about these games by myself, I would rather do it with another human. Right. So, um, for previous week ones, like it always feels like there's like one game or two games. Mm-hmm. This slate feels insane. It's, it's great. In general, but it's so cool to have all these big conference games as well. Uh, it's just not what you expect in a week one. I expect to see like the no fact up. that there's two massive Big Ten games before. Right. Yeah, like it'll be. It, it's not even Labor Day, and we already yeah. kind of have an idea with with Penn State, Wisconsin, which we'll get into, and then Iowa and Indiana. Right. You know. Right. It's it's the week that I normally see the first somehow the first of two games where Alabama beats Chattanooga by seventy. Uh, in a season. Uh, But we we actually have, like, games to watch. Right. Because usually what what I find happening is that I get all juiced up. It's week one. I'm Mm. all excited. And then game day turns off. And then on comes, like, Tulsa against, and they're at, like, Texas Tech. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm interested because I love college football and I'm excited for it to be here. But am I actually... Like, I'm really locked in on Tulsa, and, like, this is awesome, where, like, even that, uh, even the ABC noon game Mm -hmm. is Oklahoma going to Tulane. Right. Which I don't even know what is going on with that. I should actually look at that. Yeah, that's that's But, like, even, like, it's, you know, and then you go Miami, Alabama, and and then we roll right Right. into it with Georgia and Georgia at Clemson. It's it's actually a, a remotely balanced week of football, which is not something that we see. It's usually you just, like you said, you get all hyped up for game day, and then game day ends, and then you just spend the next six hours losing the hype from game day until the 7 o'clock game, when, right, right. whenever the actual marquee match Right, is. exactly. So um, we're actually recording this on uh, Thursday evening. I'm excited for um, in an hour from now is going to be UCF and Boise. Like, yep, that's that's it. even like a like a really good game, you yep. know, yep. and Minnesota, Ohio state's, uh, going on later tonight, but, um, but we are not going to be talking about those. We're just going to start right in, um, with Saturday and, and go from there. Um, I should have this out by, uh, Friday afternoon, but, um, so if we're going with that, we'll start with the biggest game on the schedule. So Georgia going to Clemson, that is a, um, that is going to be a 7.30 start on ABC, uh, number five, Georgia, number three, Clemson. It's at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Uh, the line as of right now is Clemson minus three. The over-under is 50. Um, Clemson money line is minus 155. Georgia money line plus 135. Um, Dylan, what do you think about uh, this super awesome game to have for week one? It's it's not very often that you get a potential like playoff level matchup this early on in the season right uh and i'm very excited for this there's obviously a little bit of like turnover with everything um with both these teams 
losing some losing some guys to the NFL, but there are still some loaded rosters. Um, right, and involved that's, in this game. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna come back to that, even especially when we talk about Alabama here mm. or shadowing. But um, like y- we may not know the players, but mm. it's not like Clemson and Georgia don't roll out five stars every single. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, okay, well, th- like yeah, they lost they lost Trevor Lawrence, and yeah, Clemson lost Travis Etienne. Yeah, and we don't know. I mean, we know. Uh, I'm just gonna call him DJU. Yeah, the daughter of Rihanna's bodyguard. Yeah, or the son of. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important thing. Right. Pronunciation, whatever. Right. As long as we all know that. Yes, as long as we know that his dad's yeah. the man. Yeah. Um, like if we didn't see him last year, then we'd be like, "Who's the weird named guy?" Right. And then he would come out, ball out, and we'd be, right. "Oh yeah, he's super but, good." And but in two games, we've already seen him ball out. Like, right. We know that right. he's got. I mean, in, in obviously limited sample size, but. He threw basically for 450 yards against Notre Dame last year. Right. Like, yeah. It's that not like awesome a no game. name, no name. Like, so, so he's going to be starting their other one, biggest loss, that which I mentioned was Travis Etienne. I want right. to just touch on these numbers because they're stupid. <laughs> so he had, he touched the ball 216 times last year. He had um, 48 catches and uh, something right in like the 150 yard, or 170 um, uh Rushes. Uh, rushes, thank yeah. you. So he had 216 touches. Mm-hmm. He had f- 1,502 yards and 16 touchdowns. Is that good? Well, he that, any, feel, that feels good. Anytime the football hit his body, mm-hmm. he got seven yards. Okay. Which is stupid. Yeah. That's most of the way of a first down. <laughs> uh, so if he just did that every play, he should have touched it way more. <laughs> right. He actually should have just touched it every single time. Yes. They so he's ball. nuts. Obviously, we know that Trevor Lawrence is, is incredible. And, right. And the whole deal, but I think that's going to be more of of something to replace. Like, right? Like Ugalele can can make plays, and we saw yeah. it against because uh, he played Pitt too, right? Because uh, uh, Boston College. Oh, was it Boston College? So. Yeah, is that yeah. For, yeah. We had the comeback win. Oh, right, and then um, and then yeah, with Notre Dame, like we we know that he has the goods to play. Right. It's going to be the playmakers around him. Right. Which gives me a moment for pause. Because then, mm. so their backup running back last year, who's going to be the starter this year, his name is Lynn J. Dixon, L Y N J. Dixon. Very normal. Yeah. And uh, he. Combination had, of our name. Right. So you <laughs> yes, just yes. Take the back Dil- Dil- Lynn J. Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a big fan of the show. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. We'll have yeah. 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 Uh, pick him with the Lynn J. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 42 carries, 190 yards, two touchdowns. So he really. If you expand that over what, the, what I mean, they made it to the semifinals, so and they played in the ACC championship, so it's mm-hmm. fourteen games, right? Like he, so he barely touched the ball, yeah, or t- saw the field because yeah. ETM was playing all the time. So it's that's what gives me some pause. I know um, you had some stuff on Justin Ross because he was their really good wide receiver in twenty nineteen with Amari Rogers, and then what happened? Uh, it was a, like a spinal cord injury that had him out for the entire season. Uh, which is obviously something that you don't really expect right, to come that, back. I, yeah, from. <laughs> I saw that like he, they, he basically had to have neck surgery, and they, the doctors were like, "Well, you're not going to play football." And then right. the Clemson training staff was like, "He's going to play, play football." football. Right, yeah. and then okay. here he is playing football. Okay, uh, so, but he's he's expected to be a full role from from what I'm hearing. Okay, so okay, because he's he was nasty. Right, he's their he's their one guy. Yes, he's he is. their number one guy. Yes, as he far is their skill position Mike goes. Williams, at least Sammy that we Watkins. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
every yeah. receiver they've yeah. ever the had. Yeah, the typical guy who wears number one at Clemson. Yeah, T. Yeah. Higgins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole deal. Okay, because the other guys that they have are are two guy two wide receivers. One named Frank Lanson Jr., who had eighteen catches last year, and then okay. their number three wide receiver is a guy named Joseph Nada, seven catches. Okay, so, so limited limited usage. Correct. Yeah. They're fresh. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but then you get into Georgia, and. JT Daniels, I love that JT Daniels started four games last year and mm-hmm. had 1,231 yards, 10 touchdowns, and just two picks. <laughs> yeah. You remember who the hell was – um, what the hell was their first quarterback's name? And he was so irritating to watch. Oh, my God. It was – I don't know. All I can – all I can picture is just, like, Aaron Murray for, like, 19 years. So, I don't – like <laughs> – Stetson Bennett. That's right. okay. Yeah, the most the most okay. SEC name yep. ever. Stetson yep. Bennett, who yep. definitely just walked around with a chaw in his mouth yeah, at I, all times. I he was he was so infuriating. Yeah, I would have pegged him as an old Miss guy on name alone. Stetson, but, but but yeah, still still very much so. SEC. Come on, Stetson Bennett. We need a first down here. <laughs> yeah, 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 just yep. the most SEC name. Yep. But uh, yeah, so he finally got supplanted once JT Daniels got healthy and came right. back, right. and he's returning. Um, his top two pass catchers. He's returning um, Jermaine Burton and uh, Kyrus Jackson. Both of them were hurt in the offseason, but it looks like they're going to play. Right. Um, and then they return their four, their top four rushers from last year, the, notably Zamir White, who had 779 yards and 11 tugs okay. last year. So I went into this before doing any little research or anything, just mm-hmm. kind of trusting Clemson because Georgia always seems to like screw you in these big spots. Right. And in Clemson, you just think like they get to the playoff before they lose. <laughs> it's just like what it's been the last five years. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and even if they do play like a couple teams along the way, like usually they're just rolling until late in the year when they have to actually face a test. So it's going to be interesting to see it early. Or, yeah. But I agree. But I agree. I, I, I'm in the same boat where you just expect Clemson to be yeah, the and, team, well, like so right like, off the bat, and it, Georgia is usually the opposite of that. Right, <laughs> at least early. Well, because it is, yeah, not even because it's Kirby. Right. Like, what's what's Kirby's biggest win? Would it be like the Rose Bowl against Baker when they won in the double overtime? Uh, probably. Because they th- that year they blew both games against Alabama. Right. And then, like, you, I don't know. I just yeah, keep. I mean, I can't. Not another one comes to mind. I mean immediately thinking about it that's got to be it right so uh, how many losses do you have of kirby like walking off the field with his weird haircut yeah like they should have lost to cincinnati last year in that bowl game right so that's like what's burned in my mind Mm -hmm. is is sad kirby yeah but when i just look at it as a blanket thing i i don't i really like georgia i like georgia as well i i like i said i went into the research thinking Okay, like, I was almost trying to look like, how am I going to pick Clemson? Because I know I'm going to pick Clemson. And as I kept looking at it, it was every single thing that was coming up was, like, okay, well, Georgia has this returning. Georgia has this returning. Georgia has this returning. This is the year for Georgia because Alabama doesn't have everything returning. And Clemson has this game, and then they don't play North Carolina or Miami. So their next big game is the ACC championship. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, so... So maybe you put that in the like this is their chance to show the nation because if they if Georgia wins right. and Clemson like there's just no other opportunity. I know John and I talked about it on the over under mm-hmm. national championship preview show right. where there's just no other opportunity for you to like make a big splash. Not really, no. And right. 
And so I think Clemson's that... probably a team that's earned a reputation over the last few years that even if they do oh, no, have if a they... second loss, they're still in anyway. Right. Well, like especially against a, a top five team in Georgia. Right. So if they if they go eleven and one with a, let's say let's say Georgia wins by ten, right? And they go eleven and one. They're gonna they're gonna be yeah. in the playoff. Oh, they'll be there. Yeah. 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 But it's one of those things from a motivation perspective. It's it's weird to try to picture because you do obviously want to get out to a good start and you don't want that pressure. Right, because if Georgia loses there. this game, you have the cocktail party yeah. and then you have like you have Alabama. Much tougher schedule. Right. So, Much tougher schedule. Right, so there's there's a ch- like I think Georgia needs it more and that's why um, I'm definitely taking the plus three yeah. and I'm looking at that money line of 135 and I'll probably hit that as well. I like the money line as well, actually. I'm in the same boat there. Um, it's one of those things where you Kind of feels somewhat like a toss-up, like we're we're throwing out motivation in week one as a, as our sticking point right, right now because right, 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 right. these teams are both so so good. Uh, but just when it comes down to that good of teams going at it so early on, it just feels like a crapshoot. It feels like an even game, and at that point, I'm taking the the better of the two dollar signs. At that point, is really what it comes down right. to. I'm I'm not going to take minus money when I can get. Exactly. Okay, Cost that's where three I, yes, more. yes, that's kind of uh, where. So I'm that's kind of where I'm I'm coming up. Okay. At. Um, and I just think defensively, like I think it's going to be kind of a a, bo- a more boring game than yeah. The over under is fifty, and yeah. I don't like the the way that both teams are going to try and play this. If it, like Georgia, it would not shock me at all if they came out and ran the ball like you right. know, forty-five. Try to establish a big time. Right, and just kept the ball away from Ogalele. Yeah. Because I think that's that's. Pretty much the difference to me is because both these defenses are so good, there's still a little bit of unknowns on offense. But I think the biggest thing is that turnover differential amongst these two quarterbacks. That's fair, yeah. And if if DJU has a has a turnover just because it's a massive spot, mm-hmm. and you know, I, JT Daniels isn't like perfect, but no. if he plays kind of that don't fuck this up mode, right? Like, then no, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're both on we're both on Georgia money line, um, which is good. Okay, next is three uh, thirty on ABC. Alabama is technically at Miami, but it's at the Mercedes Benz Super uh, Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta. That game's on ABC. Um, it's number one versus number fourteen. Alabama is favored by nineteen and a half as we sit right now. The over under sixty one. Mm. I know Bama returns everyone. Or excuse me, returns no one. Yeah. Bama returns absolutely no one. Yeah. Sorry, yes, I, I yes. Right. Um, Bryce Young's QB. He had, I think it was, uh, I think it was million uh, dollar man. Yeah, million dollar man. I yeah. think he had seventeen passes last year, so that's okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, I mean, you do have Mechie. Yep. Who's good? Who was very good. Yeah, fifty-five catches, nine hundred sixteen yards, six tuds last year. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's still kind of a hidden stat because that's. You got two first round guys in front of two of the, two of the right. best wide receivers in the country. Right. And um uh, and, and Saturdays or Sundays. Yeah. That, like, mean, it's the way it looks. Like, athlete wise. Yeah, and Najee was really like their second leading wide receiver right. once once Waddle went down. Exactly. Those numbers for Mechie are, are okay. They're pretty they're pretty solid as is, but when you picture the fact that he was essentially the third, fourth target for most of the year, like right. he's he's got enough skill to, to step up big, I think, and be a big part of this offense. I agree with you there. And um, so I did mention uh, what was – what with Najee. Mm-hmm. Um, he did literally everything for them last yeah. year. I'm trying to uh, to pull up his stats now. But mm-hmm. um, Brian Robinson Jr. is going to be his backup. 
that's now in the starting role. He had 90 carries, 480 yards, six touchdowns last year. So decent for a backup mm-hmm. running back. He only had six catches, which really? Najee had, I believe, I'm, I'm still trying to grab it, but I believe he had like 49 or 50. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. So between that, Sark leaving, mm-hmm. and then they, they hired Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator, right. who, like, Sark seems like the chillest dude to work with, and Bill O'Brien seems like he's going to be that hard ass. So he's, I mean, he's an NFL guy through and through. Right. So I, I guess my thought is that, like, it went from, it went from, hey, let's let's do use a bunch of pre-step motion, let's move the ball, or let's let's get the ball out fast and have a bunch of movement all over the field, and that's why Najee was getting the ball a lot because they would basically spread linebackers out with, yep. with uh, Smith and Mechie, and then have him there. It's, right. It's the same thing with the Chiefs now in the NFL. It's right, like, right. There's just literally too many options to cover. Right. Like, but, so, like, someone's going to get space, someone's going to get that. Bill and I don't O'Brien, know if we can do that right. under, Bill, one, under Bill O'Brien's system, but two, just who knows. There's right, a lot but, of unknowns Yeah, still. and even if you look back at the Texans last few years, it's like, you know, uh, with, like, Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson a little bit last or David Johnson David a little John. bit last year before he, uh, before he got fired. And they, they never caught the football. No, out of his system. So I think it's going to be a little interesting there. Um, can I can I make one counterpoint for their offense in general? It's Alabama. That was going to be my. Yeah, <laughs> they are Alabama. Yes. Uh, it's no, it's the great equal. Yes, it is. It's, <laughs> yes, it is. It's because... the five most talented people in the field are just Alabama, Alabama. wide receiver number. It's like a it's like an NCAA game that doesn't have the rights. Correct. There's yes. just whoever that like 19, we don't need to know their names. It's, number, yeah, it's yeah. just wide receiver. Oh, RB number yeah, 34, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, whatever. Just yeah, just roll them out. And it doesn't like it doesn't matter. I was I was gonna make that same uh, that yeah. same sort of joke because yeah. Miami returns De'Ara King, who mm-hmm. feels like he's been in college since he, the 2005. Yes. Yeah, um, Cameron Harris, Don Chaney Jr. They are both top running backs that they return. Right. De'Ara King is obviously basically a third running back that can throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Harley is their leading wide receiver. He had 800 yards and seven touchdowns last year. Yeah. Like, there's especially with the rushing attack, there's a way that Miami can like grind Compete. this game yeah. down. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily think they're it's not going to win. Yeah. No, I don't Alabama's think Alabama's going to win. Yeah, is is 19 and a half? Are you taking those points because that's just too much, or is there? Because what I'm nervous about is. Is I've watched Alabama the last two or three seasons right. where they have this offense that scores fifty plus. Yeah, and I don't know if they do that again. But if they do, then I'm then I'm screwed yeah, taking because Miami maybe you know if they're going to try this yeah. rushing attack against Alabama's defense, who's insane, mm-hmm. then are you grinding it out to like try and get to twenty one right. or to like right. twenty eight? Right. And and yeah, for 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 me, I guess it's. The, the feeling of satisfaction I would get from correctly calling that Miami can keep it within 20 uh, is nowhere near as strong and exciting as the dismay I would feel of not taking Alabama and watching Alabama be Alabama for the 20th year in a row. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I, so it, it's like Brady. I would betting be, against Brady or betting right, against exactly, Alabama. You're betting exactly. against it. Like, it's the yeah, same it's thing. Like, yes. like, you sit there trying to talk your way into it and out of it and all around and just talking in circles until you realize that they just always win. Right. Like, so, so, so it, I'm going to stay away. Mm-hmm. I think if I, if it was gun to my head, mm-hmm. I would take 
Alabama minus the 19 and a half and just have one of those where as the game wears on, Miami just kind of has the like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And Alabama's still scoring late. Yeah. And, you know, they, then I, John and I talked about it again on the preview show. Um, but they have Florida in two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. Bama's not, like, Bryce Young's going to play. Yes. And, and Robinson Jr.'s going to play. And Mitchie's going to play. Absolutely. Like, they're not. This isn't a, like, we're going to pull our starters in the no. third quarter if we're up by 20. This no. is, like, they need to get reps because yeah. Florida's coming. And they're not going to they're not gonna get the reps against Mercer in between. Yeah. Because that's that's more of an injury yeah. play. Yeah. Where this is, like, we're playing a legitimate defense. We need to figure this right. shit out before we go to the Swamp. Yeah, it's a good way for them to test these guys early because there are, like we said earlier, there's a lot of unknowns here. We need to get those valuable reps. Uh, I mean, like you said, Young's. Hasn't thrown a single really? pass yeah, his, yeah. his career. Yeah, I mean, really, like, yeah, whatever, career. yeah, whatever it may be. It, it, he's barely played. <laughs> so, right. I mean, these these guys need. And Mechie was out for almost last year. Like, he's got to get back into rhythm. Yeah. Like, they need these guys to be an actual cohesive unit of an offense yeah. to get, get things get the ball rolling. rolling. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, especially like even more to the point of the Florida, like Florida's offense. We don't really know because of their new quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, if you can get a bit of a rhythm and then go into the swamp and hang thirty four. Yeah. Probably gonna win that too. So yeah. get, so feel like you know what I mean. No, absolutely. So, so okay, we're both not super confident, but if we had to, would be on Bama is yeah, basically the sign there. Okay, yeah, it's it's maybe more of a of a heart thing, and I don't even want to say heart because I don't ever it's, want it's, to. It's, I don't want to be the, the <laughs> yeah. one holding a Miami ticket when it's, when it's Exa- exactly. to ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. So the next game that we were gonna look at, um, which, which I, I think, think is a fascinatingly boring game, is. Number 19, Penn State, at number 12, Wisconsin. Yeah. That game's at Camp Randall. It's uh, it's going to be uh, the Fox Big Noon kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, game of the week. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin is favored by 5.5. Money line minus 220. Um, Penn State's money line is plus 180. The over-under is 50. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's what you think of when you think of Big Ten football. Like, this is a Big Ten football game. Yes, maybe, yes. Not the, maybe not the faces of the Big Ten, but this I is... Know. This is, I mean, it's more so, of, more so recently than, yeah. than, but it's, it's the style of football is Big Ten football. The only thing that I don't love about it right now is that it's happening in, <laughs> in August. So like it should be. Uh, September 4th. Oh yeah, true, yeah. true, true. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lost. Uh, but we're gonna be getting oversized thermometer shots that are like, look at how warm it is. No, instead yeah, of yes, instead yes, of it being PNT. like, yeah, yeah be I got Yeah, this should I, be a negative twelve. Right? I should barely be able to see it through the weird like sludge rain that's that's on the camera. Oh, like, like the yeah. um, the uh, Wisconsin Nebraska game a few years ago where Melvin Gordon ran for the rushing record. Yep. And it was like nobody could see the game because it was just a yep, sheet of just water. No that, that's you just, what I wanted. You just had to believe it. Yeah. Like you just yeah. had to believe that that's what was happening. You couldn't actually tell. You just had to go off right. what the announcers were telling you. What so, I'm sure Beth Mullins yeah, 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 in that exactly. game was, yes, was telling yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so Wisconsin, Graham Mertz coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Sentiment that it sounds like is that the boys liked Jack Cohen more as a guy, but then okay. Graham Ertz came out and was whatever twenty four for twenty five and had five touchdowns in right. that game against Illinois, their first game last no, his, year. No, his start last year was on. Yeah, and so they couldn't not start him, mm-hmm. but it's, it seemed like that kind of divided the locker room and and kind of broke down their their season. Yeah. Um, they return him, so they return him now that Cohen's gone. So I think that the elephant in the room is kind of out of there. 
Um, mm-hmm. Jake, Jake Ferguson, tight end, shockingly, yep. Wisconsin's leading wide receiver last year. Yep. Hard was, to believe. Yeah, I know. Yep. <laughs> it was a big yep. white tight end. Yep. And then... Uh, Does he have... Don't, don't say Fumagalli. Yeah. No, I, don't I, hurt I yourself like that. You're Western. You're Western. Don't you should have won the title. Don't hurt yourself. You see how fast it came up. It just you said. I know. Wisconsin tight end, and then my mind just started racing. Right. PTSD. Jalen Berger is Ugh. their uh, running back. He returns. Uh, he led them in rushing last year. And then they have a guy, Chez Mulisi. Right. Yep. Ch- Household name. Chez. Everyone knows. Well, he's yeah. a transfer from Clemson. So yeah. it, and I basically pointed out those four guys because that's Wisconsin football. I know right. Graham Mertz is a little bit different where he likes to – really chuck it around, but mm-hmm. if if Paul Christ has his Paul Christ DNA in this team, right. in this game, it's going to be Grammert's under 250 yards throwing, and it's going to be a lot of Chez and a lot of Jalen Berger mm-hmm. and a lot of J- uh, Jake Ferguson, like, just controlling the football. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see on that front. Last year, Wisconsin rushed for over 200 yards. How many times? I mean, I know that's not like a, a, a terrible number, but it's for, for what we're used to with Wisconsin. No, yeah, so, so 200 yards uh, how rushing. many games did they play this year? Do you, uh, eight or nine? Okay. I mean, if, if I had to guess, it would probably be like seven. One. Okay. One really? time. It's really? it's such an – yep, I, I saw that stat and I could not believe wow. it. They, they rushed for over 200 yards one time. As Big Cat always likes to bring up the Rose Bowl game where they ran for – they each – or, or no, the uh, – not Big Cat um, – when they, when they played, played Nebraska, Nebraska in the Big Ten Championship game, and then they hung 70, and mm-hmm. James White, Melvin Gordon, and John Clay all had over 200 rushing yards right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so you, <laughs> you think about that. that yeah, it was such an absurd thing to read. Like, I read it, like, oh, five times being like, I misread that. I misread that. Wow. I misread And, like, I don't know if it was just the offensive system they were going with or yeah. what they were. I, I know they were banged up a little bit on offensive line, too, which could have been yeah. part of it. But. Well, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I mean, now we got a couple more guys in here, yeah. like you were talking about, that are that are new and well. You, you know, know who's probably really excited about this is Brennan, Brennan Smith. He is um, he's like a projected first round pick at linebacker okay. for yep. uh, for Penn State. Yep. He was like second on their team in yep. tackles last year. That unit is strong. Yeah, um, their the linebacker, linebacker is there. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Their their D line isn't awesome, but mm-hmm. uh, because they had um, what Mike. Uh, um, the dude who went to the NFL, um, shit. Anyway, yeah. Um, they also Penn State returns Sean Clifford, Kayvon Lee, and Jahan Dotson. That's mm-hmm. their you know quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Yep. Jahan Dotson might be a top five wide receiver in college football. He's ridiculously good. Okay. Um, five and a half to me in a game like this. This feels like twenty three twenty. I or, yeah, something so, low enough. Yeah, and so I'm not necessarily saying that I think that Penn State is – there's too many unknowns. These teams kind of mirror each other. Right. And I'm going to – I'm just going to take the fact that there's five and a half points on the board. If this was yeah, – if, yeah, if this was two and a half, I would probably take Wisconsin at home. Yeah, I think Wisconsin three, wins the game. Yeah, okay. But I would take yeah. the – I would take the points. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take the points, and then um, that – that over under is at fifty. Mm-hmm. It would it would surprise me if any if either team scores thirty points in this game. So yeah. I, I would I would take that under as well. I agree, hundred percent. Okay. Um, all right, cool. So now those were basically like our three big games that we wanted to look at. Um, 
This is usually where we would uh, John would talk about how much he loves his Michigan State team and how they're gonna they're gonna throttle old Johnny altruism. Yes, big twelve Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk about Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State is a little Friday night action for you. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Nine o'clock Eastern time on ESPN. They are at. Uh, Ryan Field, the most raucous place in the Big Ten. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget yeah. it. Uh, people, tr- people do. People try to. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. it. Don't. Yep. Oh, you're doing it. Don't forget it. Forget what? God damn it. Uh, Ryan Field. Oh, most raucous place in the Big Ten. Minus three over under 46. Um, this was five and a half a week ago. Mm-hmm. Everybody is betting on Michigan State. They still have yet to name a starting quarterback. Right. I am going to bet on Northwestern solely because I get he's not so it's not an underdog, but if the public is trending in the way of betting Michigan State, mm-hmm. I'll take my chances with Coach Fitzgerald I, I, at home. Yes. yes, that's really all I have on it. I, they're gonna like Northwestern's gonna regress, and Michigan State should be a little bit better. But I don't know if that's gonna show up in the first get, game. I don't know if they get to that middle. You know what I mean? Like, like where Michigan State's coming up and Northwestern's coming down. I don't know if Northwestern comes down quite far enough or Michigan State comes up quite well, far Well, it happened last year. That was one yeah. of their two losses. Yeah, I, you say. well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, that's a team that, by the end of the year, they, they were winning at halftime in the Big Ten Championship right, game right. against Ohio State. Like, that's a, yeah. a, a good football team. And I know it's college football, so things turn over. Things are Correct. different but, teams year in and year out. And I think having Mel Tucker have a full off year season. off season. Yeah. To, to actually get and, and even last year, I mean, he had a, a little bit of time, but the COVID situation makes that a, million a, times a miserable yes, start, yes. like for our first job of year, first year of the job. Correct. So, so I would I would take Northwestern minus three if I had to uh, take it, which it's a Friday night game, and I'll be um, I'll be driving up north, so I will definitely take that, and then have Scott and uh, Scott and Jen looking up the. <laughs> the score yeah. all in the car. Um, yeah. The over under is forty six. Uh, the other one I would take is the under. That I like the feels seventeen thirteen. The under is the thing I feel the most strongly about in this okay. in this game. Uh, like I said, the the middle point is it's probably close to there. Mm-hmm. That that where they're raising up as Michigan State and Northwestern's dropping down. I I think they're going to be a pretty even game. Yeah, but God, do I think it's going to be terrible to watch. <laughs> well, I think, well, it, it feels like in. And you know this is where we like to have John on because he's going to yeah. have more knowledge about more the insight, yeah. uh, uh, Michigan State team. But it it feels like both teams are going to want to like like establish a run and really mm-hmm. really get after it. So I don't like this game might take two and a half hours and it'll be like I said like twenty to thirteen something like that. North Northwestern's quarterback Hunter Johnson. Hunter Johnson. Yeah. Last year mm-hmm. played two games. Out of their, out of their seven. Yes. Runs. So not a whole lot of. Yeah, because Peyton Ramsey, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. The year before, <laughs> started five games, mm-hmm. all purpose yards, four hundred and ninety-six. Oof. I know that's two years ago, but it's not like no, last year made me more pur- confident. All purpose. So like. So he had four hundred and thirty-two yards throwing, and sixty-four yards rushing in five games. In five starts, not games so played. Un- so he started these games. So he was the starting quarterback and had under 100 yards of total Jesus offensive games. Uh, well, now you're making me flip. This is why I said I feel very strongly about the under. With that knowledge, with Michigan really no knowledge yeah. Yeah, of what State's quarterback situation is, 
And even in the backfield, like I feel like there's usually like that somewhat of a, a bell cow style back for Michigan State, and there's like four guys that are splitting time. No, they I have, have the um, – I, I believe, believe he's, he's from Wake Forest. Forest. It's a transfer from Wake yes. Forest. Yeah. Kenneth Walker the third. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, Walker the third. Yes. I know he should be their main guy, but yes. I, I think – And everything out of camp is that he's the man. As he wanted. Okay. Yeah. See, that's so, – Again, this is where we need John. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I guess – Scratch my Northwestern minus three now that I know that Hunter Johnson averages under 100 yards total offense yeah. in his starts. Yeah. And I'll just take the under and and pray for okay. pray for no points. Yeah. I'm sorry um, to throw up for a bowling after that. No, no, no. no. I'm glad I just, you said it. I'm glad I just, you said it. That, I just, is, that is it was it, it was in the holster. Oh, it was yeah. simply too bad to not <laughs> to not pull it out and, and just whip out that six shooter. Oh, man. Uh, I just I had to, I had to unleash it. Bad beat of the century, Hunter Johnson, his first start. Uh, they were playing Stanford, and it's – oh, man, it might have been 17-17 or 17-10, and he has the ball, and there's five seconds left. Like, that, all they need to do is just finish the game. Or it might have been 17-14, 17-14, and all they need to do is finish the game. And he rolls out, has, like, a wild, like, trying to get sacked, and then goes to, like, attempt to throw it, and it's fumbling into his own end zone. Love it. Stanford picks it up, they lose the game. I had Northwestern on, uh, like, plus, or whatever, minus three. And so now, it, that's making me nervous, too. Yeah, I'm already sweating right now. There you go. Yep. Yep. So, so, think about yeah. so, under 46 for both of us there. Uh, Western Michigan at the University of Michigan. Uh, that'll be at noon on ESPN. Western getting 17 over under 67. Um, I know I am generally pessimistic on our Wolverines, but this is more of a show it to me game. Mm-hmm. I am I, if I'm not gonna bet it, or I'm not gonna bet it because if I were gonna bet it, I I don't know how you don't take Western Michigan. Yeah, and and as a Western Michigan grad, granted, I've grown up a Michigan fan. I'm still a right. Michigan fan. I'm not saying that I'm just gonna be Western, 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 Western all the way through this podcast because that would be stupid. Uh, as yeah. far as, well, as far as like not betting, no, like, hey, like, hey, as far hey, as like, hey, oh, hey, Western's hey. gonna win this game. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not that kind of homer. Western wins this game. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so much I don't really know about Michigan as far as like how much I trust them this year. Right. Uh, I guess that's the one thing I do know is that I don't really trust Michigan this year. Kirby, this is right. the one thing I'm confident in in Michigan, uh, and I think there's enough of a return from a, a really, really, really good Western offense last year. Yeah, uh, I mean... To, to give them enough What's trouble. the quarterback's name? Caleb Ellaby. Caleb Ellaby, yep. And he was... I know Dwayne Eskridge is gone, but he... Ellaby might be the best quarterback in the MAC. Uh, I would argue... Or one I, would, I mean, I guess he'd have to take a little bit of a jump over... Um, I'm struggling with the guy. I can't think of the guy's name, but from Miami, Ohio. Very, very good quarterback. But, okay. Um... But he had 18 touchdowns, two interceptions last year as a freshman in a six-game season. Jesus, yeah. He so, was in, in, like, downfield offense, which I know is probably against a, a team with, with actual, like, Big Ten-level players is not going to be the same thing. Yeah, I mean, but it's still week one. But, like, yeah, there's there's going to be mistakes, I think, on both sides of the ball, especially especially on the Western defense side of the ball, but definitely on the Michigan side of the uh, defensive ball as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as downfield passing offense goes, Western Michigan was the number one team in the country last year. Oh, oh no, no, I fully anticipate there's going to be like and, and there's obviously going to be a touchdown of over sixty or seventy yards for Western in this game. Right. And and obviously with Dwayne Eskridge going down, it's a well not going down, but being out of the lineup now he's not, 
playing for the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Russ just throwing dimes. Broncos in the NFL. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they still, they return all three of their running backs, which split time. Okay. Um, pretty much all three of them averaged at least six yards a carry last year, which, again, it's not Big Ten. No, no but, but they're, they're still defenses, but they, it's still, like, that's, that's you can build off that. Yes. There's, there are and, two... Other leading receivers are both back. Sky Moore is almost, if not exactly, the same speed as Dwayne Esrich. Uh and, and he's smaller. He's only like five nine, something like that. So he's, he's short, but same thing where he's got that deep threat. Hall as well as a, as a probably our true number one wide receiver. Uh, I shouldn't say our. Sorry. Uh, as the true you're, number you're, one, you're, as the true number one, there, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's fair, way yes. too much. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but but he's a great downfield target as well. The thing that I think I like about Ellaby in this situation, and I know it's like saying he needs to take that jump up in his sophomore season because he's, I mean, he was good as a freshman, but it's a, it's a different he's a freshman. Yeah, he yeah, really, really he was very very good possession wise, but that's. That's my thing is we threw the deep ball so much, mm-hmm. but we didn't throw the deep ball in the sense of just like, oh, I'll hook it up there and let Dwayne Eskridge go. Like some of the deep balls were deep balls, and most of those went to Hall. Most of oh, the like okay. quote unquote deep balls that you got were the, the, were the, Eskridge on a slant, and then he just runs yeah, somehow more, more somehow more than a hundred yards yeah, <laughs> on the play, like just in like six yeah, yeah. seconds. So it was it was like. The vertical passing game, I think, should still be there for sure. Mm-hmm. And then coupled that with a pretty darn good rushing game, right. like I and said, if you, and if a, you just a run, decent line. If you just run crossing routes the entire time. I think Michigan wins just by having more athletes. Yeah. But I think it's going to be like a th- like 34, 24, right. somewhere. Like, as, as good as I feel you, talking you, about Western's offense. Western's West defense is exactly, horrific. Correct. The exact opposite yes. way. So, so outside of... Um, Ali Fayad, who's our defensive end, who had like eight sacks last year or something. Oh, outrageous. decent, yeah. Uh, there's really not anything. Okay. We have a pretty good pass rush, and then apart from that, there's nothing. Okay. And I think yeah. the pretty good pass rush kind of gets negated probably. Yeah. And, and, a lot of these I was bigger say, Cade, Big Ten guys. Yes, yeah, exactly. And Cade was good about not taking a dumb sack right. or anything last year when he was playing. Right. So I think Michigan wins. Um, It might even be more points than that. It might, it might be, you know. I like a lot of them. Okay. okay. Do you like, <laughs> like the over of 67? Because that's a lot of points. It is a lot of points, and I've debated it back and forth I mean, a lot. I, I think I like the over. Do you? Okay. I think I like the over, and I feel weird saying that because that's a lot of points, especially for I a, mean, for a 38-24, you're there. Right, and right? that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm getting no. this number. I mean, but I don't know. I'm not, not no, that'd be 62. Either, either way, there, there's a lot of ways it can get there because it can be a little bit more of a shootout, I think, than people are expecting. Mm-hmm. Or if it doesn't end up being a shootout and Michigan gets that 19 points or whatever, you're you're halfway there just off the 19 points right. pretty much, like unless right. you totally shut yes. them out. Yes. So I think if there's if there's any offensive fluidity to this game at all and they're not just like trying to figure everything yeah, out. Yeah, if Western's defense is bad as you're saying it is, then Michigan can hang 42 It's not great. They have... They have pretty good safeties. Okay. And a and one really, really yeah, strong well maybe I mean, really strong pass. Ronnie Bell gets open consistently. Exactly. In there's there's way too many gaps in between the actually good players. Right. That are gonna be it's just gonna be all day long. In situational defense, they were awful last year. Got like it. third and long, whatever, they just penalties or thirty yard gain, you could count on. So like, <laughs> gotcha. So 
No. Okay. okay. Well, well, then I think, I think I'm, I'm on Western plus the 17. It's just <laughs> a lot of points. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not as keen on the over as you are, but yeah. you are. Which is you're on the over. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm also I'm a matching guy. That's fair. They just yeah. You throw if it was on Tuesday, Tuesday, then I'd be on the over. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I would have taken it at eight. Yeah, yeah. lights, camera, yeah. match. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken it at eight. Yeah, exactly. No, um, that, that was the – so that's Michigan, Michigan State. Um, now we're going to dive into the for fun list and take a look at um, take a look at a couple of the big games in the weekend, and then we will get you with the uh, late night get back. Ah, come on. Game of the week. So um, That's trademark, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Ah, game, game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I have, I have four. I, I am gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna definitely take the Georgia money line. Um, okay. I'm gonna take Penn State and the under. So those are three of my just lock it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have essentially the same thing there. I have Wisconsin there, but I'm still taking the under. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Iowa hosting Indiana, Big Ten Network 330, Iowa minus four. I think Indiana had a little bit of, like, that was an incredible season last year. Good football. Yes, good football team. Panic's coming off of that injury, not great. And I think there's a, there's just, I don't, I don't know if they just shoot right back up to, like. Right, to where they were at. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, I. There's, There's just, just a little, little bit of hesitation for me that they're going to come back down to earth a little bit, and this yeah. line being four in Kinnick for the and excuse yeah. me, Kinnick having the first like legit tailgate and right like that that, that, that place like, seems not easy to play. No, no, it's not no easy. that place is going to be a scene. Yeah, and, and I, just I just think, think four points, points is is yeah. give me those. Yeah. I'll I'll assume you know it, mm-hmm. it, it might not be a great game or like a like a real high scoring game, but there's a. There's, There's an, an avenue, avenue for 28-20 yeah. or yeah. No, you know, 31-21. Yep. A, like a watchable game. It, it'll be, it'll be a watchable game. Oh, no, for, for sure. sure. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be a good football yeah, game. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just saying be, it, it won't be a it won't defensive. Be a like, yeah, yeah. It, it won't be a shootout, but it also won't be just ugly is what I'm getting at. Oh, so yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah, so I'm Iowa minus four. The Pac-12 network, which nobody gets because – of Larry Scott, thank God he's gone, yep. and he negotiated the, the most horrific network deal Love in it. history. Yeah, so um, Fresno, well, that's why we're a big ball podcast. Yes, it's <laughs> not, not <a laughs> right, right. right. Um, Fresno State is getting twenty and a half against Oregon. Okay, games at two o'clock Eastern, mm-hmm. which means it's eleven Pacific. Yeah, I was just about. I I just said mm-hmm, and then nodded my head as if I was like, like yeah, yep, like, I agree, and then it hit me after I did yeah, the, so the, the nod and the so that that's a weird. Yeah, yeah, the people in Austin won't be able to get their craft beers down in time True. to yeah. to be yeah. a real yeah. raucous crowd. Yeah. Also, they have they have Ohio State next week. Yep. This and Fresno State's a good football team. Yep. So I don't like Oregon's gonna win. It's going, but. By that many, I, I don't. They have to win by three touchdowns. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances. Yep, and, and no, on, on a good football team. I'm with you there for sure. So Fresno State plus the twenty and a half. Um, Maryland is hosting West Virginia. Maryland is getting, getting three, at home. West Virginia doesn't seem like, like these two teams feel the exact same in that they're just like both kind of mediocre teams. Right, have a chance against yeah. like a big opponent. Mm-hmm. That game's at three thirty on ESPN. Okay. I don't. I I, I, I guess, guess I'll just, just like Talia. Talia Tagovailoa was 
pretty good for Maryland last year. Right. I know Neil Brown came over from Troy to for, for West Virginia. I believe this is year three now. He's, like, trying to establish a defensive culture, but I don't know if he's gotten it yet. I don't. So. Right, and their, their offense, offense is horrific. Is horrific. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll take the three points at home. I'll probably even take the money line there. Yeah, and like a home a home dog when yeah. West Virginia isn't like the some daunting team that's coming in. Yeah. Um. So I'll grab Maryland non Big Twelve. Suck also, Big 12, John. remember was it last year or the year before? I can't remember if it was the COVID shortened season or not. But Maryland started out with like a seventy point win, and then another seventy. Oh, that was a couple years ago. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. So, then, so maybe you just got yeah, that early well, yeah, season. They, they, this is their time. They, they beat Texas two this years ago, right? Yeah, 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 this is their time. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take Maryland. Um, my last one I'm going to give you is I was talking about that noon year after game day being hyped. Yeah. Flip it over to ABC. Oklahoma's at Tulane. The over under 68 and a half. Just bet the over. The game's going to have Oklahoma might score 60. Right. Tulane's got a decent offense. If it's 61-21, you're welcome. Cash your tickets, boys. Do we have any sort of inkling on whether the the like tealish blue and green jerseys are coming out? So they're it's at Tulane. So they're the home team. So they're definitely rocking. Like yeah, yeah. Because you said enough over. It's, it's the time. They're, they're not playing ABC again for the next, like, four seasons. Yeah. Like, the, this is yep. their way to show out. Those end zones are going to be sick. We're going oh. to get the angry title oh. off as, like, he's going to go from, like, 30-yard line to 30-yard line. They're going to have to shrink it afterwards. He's just going to be massive. And, yeah, yeah. And they're going to be wearing their green and baby blues. And, yeah, they're going to be looking good. Yeah, it's the LSU basketball court. The North Carolina basketball court, even more so. Yes, yeah. He's got the state of North Carolina. That somehow goes from free throw line. Yes, it does. So, um, did you have any that you wanted to wanted to hammer on? I had one more um, that I was kind of looking at outside of these, um, and it's it's a matchup that that seems in years past would have been like, what are you talking about? But right now, I feel like it, it's actually relevant, and that is Louisiana Lafayette at Texas. Ray John, Ray John, exactly. I know, yeah, I know it was it was referenced briefly in in last uh, last episode, but big. Big Rage and Cajuns yeah. podcast here. Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> yes we are. <laughs> but Fuck Monroe. I just, I like, with Levi Lewis coming back, I mean, he had 2,200 yards and 19 touchdowns last year. Like, right. Really, really strong quarterback play. They were a really good team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that they don't, they don't really lose games big no matter who they played against. And since 2018, it's been, it's been back to 2018, sorry, that they've lost a game or more than 10 points. Really? Yep. I mean, it's only been three, I mean, they three beat, losses in that in that span, and, and last year, like, really, the only loss was to your your Chanticleers. Yeah, right, and, and, and they, they, they right. went and beat Iowa State last year. Right. Handily. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a it's a good football team. They returned pretty much everyone right. from from last year. Uh, and I just think it's one of those things that at eight and a half, I can Texas getting eight and a half. I can see that very easily. For, yes, Sorry, I can yeah. see that very easily. Uh, that Lafayette gets it well with inside that. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that was – so I, for the last month, have looked at that game and been like, I can't wait to bet Lafayette. Right. Unfortunately, so is America. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me nervous. Yeah. Is that, like, they're the trendiest underdog. Yeah. Um, but then I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines watching all of my friends be happy that it's, you know, that Lafayette's up. 
27 to 20 in the fourth quarter holding a a plus eight and a half ticket right and i'm gonna be like uh, also on the on the trends topic uh it's kind of an odd thing because they both score a decent bit and, and maybe it's just or at least last year but uh and maybe it's handicappers knowing that uh out of the last 20 games for for lafayette okay they've gone under 14 out of the last 20 games. 14, 14 out of the last 20 have gone under. Have gone under. And for Texas, it's 7 out of the last 10. The under's at 58 and a half. Okay. I kind of like the under. A little bit more of a slugfest. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the under. Okay. The, the, that, that way, I, think I think that's, that's how, how it would have, have to play out because <laughs> if it gets into a track meet, eventually, like, because the athletes will prevail. Yeah. And, and, and if it gets well, into a track. So, so the, the other, other thing that gives me pause is B. Sean Robinson, Texas's running back, who is a freaking monster. Yeah, he he's a sophomore now. He's a, a monster, and so I can see where like you all Lafayette has a defense, but do they have a defense for that? Yeah, the only the only like person that I can see having any sort of way of of slowing him down, even mm-hmm. uh, Lorenzo McCaskill's back, and he had eighty three tackles. Okay, in his career, like yeah. that's, that's a good linebacker. Yeah, 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 very very strong linebacker, middle linebacker play there. But outside of that, like. It's still a good defense, but I don't know if there's anyone that can like shut down. Right. Once it gets to Saturday, I'm gonna end up betting on UL Lafayette. Yeah. But that's my reservation: is that yeah. the world is on them as an underdog, right. and, which is fair. And and Sark's which gonna want to show out in his first yeah. game. Yep. Um. But yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so my list was Iowa minus four against Indiana, hosting Indiana, Fresno at Oregon, plus 20 and a half, Maryland, plus three at home against West Virginia, and Oklahoma, Tulane, don't even think about it, 68 and a half over. Correct. And you are sternly on the uh, the Raging Cajuns. I'm taking Lafayette uh, with the points, and then I am taking the under. Nice. Okay, both. Yeah. All right, fun belt it is. Yep. Uh, I wonder what uh, same game parlay, if you could. Um, yeah, on DraftKings. Something to think you, about. Yeah, exactly. Something a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. Yep. You know what my favorite part about getting a twisted Dairy Queen is, Dylan? What is it? You can tell. It's going to be adding the sprinkles. Ah, I should have known. Yeah, it would have been such a convenient segue yeah, if I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to do uh, three other three other games, and then we got the, oh, shit, come on. Get back of the week. Late night, get back of the week. Trademark. Trademark. LSU at UCLA, 8.30 on Fox. Mm-hmm. LSU minus two and a half. What makes me nervous about this game for as an LSU guy is, the, like, the unknown, if that makes sense. Right. Last year was such right. a weird year, mm-hmm. and I know they battled their asses off at the end of the year, but it was just a weird year. And yeah. now you have, like, I don't know if they've practiced or what, Right. Like with the with Hurricane Ida, yeah. yeah, and now you're going out to UCLA, and it's just it's a long way to go. I mean, granted, to start the season, so it's not like you're coming right off some. Well, other it sounded like game, before but... before the hurricane, like forty percent of the tickets were LSU people were bought in in Baton Rouge, wow. so they yeah. were they were gonna crash LA and have all yeah. party. But now, obviously, right. I don't know if you like still use your displacement for a vacation. <laughs> right. Or, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's a chance to get out of there. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the people of Baton Rouge are always yeah. looking to have a drink. So, yeah. um, but I don't know. And you know, Hawaii's not Hawaii's not great. So that that scoreline last week, like mm-hmm. Hawaii's just not that good of a football no. team. They usually are, and I, I think this year they're not. So, 
Um, That's how it looked anyway. Right. And so I don't know if UCLA really showed much by having Zach Charbonnet rip through their defense. <laughs> right. When he's going to have to go again. Like Hawaii yeah. to LSU is a huge. It's a different different game. Right. Yeah. And so my thought, um, and we were talking about this a little beforehand, is LSU is is a top five SEC school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. UCLA is maybe a top five Pac-12 school. Probably right around five. Okay. If I just gave you, like, if I just stripped away the teams and said, a t- like, the fifth best SEC school is playing against the fifth best Pac-12 school, you would take the SEC school. 100% of the time, time, yes. So, I'm not going to play it. If I had to play it, I would play LSU minus two and a half yeah. and then sweat and white knuckle my ass off for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yeah. 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 I just, I, I yes, I'm not going to play it, but that would be where I would head with that. Yeah. The only, the only interesting tidbit and shout out Stanford, Steve, uh, our guy, uh, yes. but, uh, mentioned that with Chip Kelly, just the way he is, he's not an overly complimentary person, as you obviously see on pretty much a daily basis when you're watching him on a, on a game by game basis, I right. guess you say. Uh, and from what he's been saying, he is, this is the most complimentary he's been about a UCLA team, or really any team of his, in a long, long while. Which either to me means he really, really likes this team, or he absolutely hates this team. And he's just trying to fool people. No. Uh, but but I just there's still just too much of an unknown to really want to risk anything of right. value on this So we're game. both staying away. Yes. Okay. Um... Then we'll go to Sunday night. We just made we made all this fat cash on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just so good. Yeah. So on Sunday, um, Notre Dame minus seven going down to Tallahassee. Um, they're at Florida State, seven thirty on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, the standalone game on on Sunday. Right. Um, Mackenzie Milton, the UCF god, is now quarterback. At, Former national champion. Yes, he's now the quarterback at Florida State. He uh, basically had to reconstruct his leg. Right. Um, so it's kind of amazing that he's even playing. It's impressive. Yes. It's and, impressive. And uh, Notre Dame got Jack Cohen from Wisconsin. So he went right. from, like, Wisconsin to Wisconsin Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have good yeah. running backs and a big white tight end. I yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Minus <laughs> um, seven, just I, I don't know what I'm getting with Florida State. The last few years have been super disappointing. They mm-hmm. keep having to change things over. Yeah. Notre Dame, as much as much as we both hate Notre Dame as right. Michigan fans, they're still a really good football team. And so, at seven points, I'll yeah. take that. And then just not, you know, I'm not going to try and think about it too much. Yeah. Just give me those seven points. And maybe maybe it is a 24-20 classic or something like that. But right. I think there's more of a chance for it to be. You know, there's going to be some juice in the building. So, right. so yeah. Florida State might come out early, get an early touchdown or something. Mm-hmm. But as the game wears on and as Brian Kelly does what he wants to do, which is run the ball all yes. the time, yeah. I think it's just going to – the big boys it, are going to wear it, it out. I was going to say, I think it wears on them. Yeah. And over and the game, I think it starts to yes, spread out yes. a, little, this feels, a little further as the game this goes This feels 34-17 yeah. E to me. So yes. I'm going to I'm gonna take Notre Dame on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday night, we get to see – Literally the most amount of points that you can ever see in a Monday night football game. Uh, Louisville is technically at Ole Miss, but it's at the Mercedes-Benz uh, right. Stadium in Atlanta. Yep. Um, 
The what was the over under for this game we were talking about beforehand? 75, 75 and a half. It's a stupid number. It was that's, it that's was a million. That's what, what it was. Uh, yeah. da, 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 da. It was scroll faster, Jordan Johnson. <laughs> Where are we at? How did we get to November twentieth? <laughs> okay, so the over under is seventy five and a half, which is a zillion points. That's a lot. Um. Oh, it's uh, moved down. It was at ten. Ole Miss is. Uh, is favored by nine and a half points against Louisville. Lol. Lol. Neither team plays defense at right. all, um, which is why the number is so high, and they both have good offenses. You love to see it. I am an Ole Miss guy. I gave mm-hmm. them out in the preview for their over of seven and a half for their win total. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's going to be a massive shootout, how is one team going to win by ten? Right. I'll. I, I think they just whoever has the ball last. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. and it's one of the. It's one of those. Yeah, I, I mean, was it Alabama last year. And Ole Miss, and yes. they um, they kicked a field goal at the end, and it mm-hmm. was like, and it was like, oh well, you just well, lost the it, game. It's over. It's a yep. touchdown yep. pass, and they yep. ended up losing forty-five to forty-nine <laughs> or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I think Ole Miss is certainly the better of the two teams. Yes, but I agree. But I'm with you where it's just going to be. If it's just points, points, scoring, points, scoring, points, scoring, points, scoring, scoring, yeah. scoring, scoring. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want even, them to win. Yeah. I don't want them to have to win fifty-one to thirty-eight. Yeah. I'll, yeah. So if I had to play a side, I would play Louisville. Mm. Um, just because I don't, if it's if it's going to be up and down in a track meet like that, yep. it doesn't make much sense for me to try and have a team win by by a couple touchdowns. Yeah, no, I get so, that. I'm I'm with you there. Cool. So um, so we're we're there on that. Um, last one. I keep forgetting the noise. Our <laughs> our old. old... <laughs> Late night get back of the week. Uh, Trademark. New Mexico State <laughs> did not play football last year. They did not. They're going to play football this year. They're going to be really bad at it. I believe that wholeheartedly. San Diego State plays football every year. Always really decent. Mm-hmm. San Diego State at home, minus 31, 1030 Eastern Time on CBS Sports. That was Pick'em with the boys. Dylan, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Now um, let's go get drunk and watch, uh, watch Ohio State and Minnesota. Can do. <laughs> hey, everybody have a good weekend. Take care.